Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru, and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace the Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's embrace the Musica today. Hi, everybody. It's hard to believe that today is July 12th. As I sit here hiding out in my childhood home, hoping I have a few minutes to record this episode on my cell phone before everybody else gets up today. And I'm hoping that the quality is good enough. But seriously, it's really hard to believe that it's already July. Because I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like the year sort of got stuck in March before COVID began. And it's interesting, you know, going back and listening to past episodes or seeing things that I've written over the last few months to see where we are at mentally just 16 days into quarantine and how it feels now since our world abruptly shifted 122 days ago. It's also really hard for me to believe that it's already been five to six weeks since my husband and I were both sick with coronavirus ourselves, recovering at our house. And that today, here we are enjoying sunrises over Fish Lake, uh, splashing around in the water, and really just enjoying two spontaneous weeks in my childhood home. Because this trip wasn't even on our radar just weeks ago. Um, you know, during the pandemic and everything, we weren't going to travel anywhere this summer. And then we ended up deciding at the last minute to take this trip. Our kids have been begging us like every 15 minutes to go to their grandpa and Nana's house. And we took our precautions. We got some good flights and we just came up here and it's been such a blessing. And living abroad definitely has its perks and its benefits, you know, getting a bigger perspective on life outside that bubble that I know I once grew up in. And it's been really fun growing over these last 13 years abroad. And being back in my childhood home now has me thinking about all sorts of things, about raising our kids abroad, about the beauty found and being bilingual or raising bilingual kids, the joy in new experiences, and also the chance to then come on vacation to enjoy all the pretty and peaceful parts of this childhood home I once spent so many days in. You know, it's been kind of magical. Our kids got to see fireworks for the first time. And there's a sort of magic found in that nostalgia of seeing your own children discover something that you really once loved as a child. And all of this thinking about life has me thinking about this concept of home and choosing to be home. So today, as we are on vacation and enjoying some family time, I just wanted to share a few thoughts on what home can mean that I've actually written um, over the last year in a few different blog posts and just journal entries, but I think it still rings true today. You know, just thinking back on these 13 years abroad, I still remember how awkward and forced my first conversations in Spanish felt when I was studying in Spain when I was 19 and then first living in Mexico as a 21-year-old. A lot of it had to do with my own immaturity, being very naive, and not feeling at home yet, living in a new culture in a new place. It's now been 13 years since I moved to Mexico, and I speak Spanish every day now. And for the most part, I can do it without thinking about it. 
Although there are times I do know that I still feel more like myself when I'm speaking in my mother tongue of English, which is why I know that I'm so fortunate to be surrounded by so many foreigners and people who speak my native language. It's really an interesting experience living abroad that you can't really understand unless you're in the thick of it. You see, when I first moved to Guadalajara, I thought it was temporary, or that was my plan anyways. At that time, home was still Minnesota, where, where I was still holding on to so many friendships, and I was super diligent about writing emails and messages to all these people, amazing people, that I don't speak to hardly anymore. But home was building snowmen while visiting my family and friends, and constantly hearing the questions. So, when are you coming back? You know there's teaching jobs here too, right? Aren't you tired of your adventure yet? I thought you were only going for two years. Why are you staying longer? And over these last 13 years living in Mexico, people you know, are still asking, so when are you moving back? Aren't you guys going to try life somewhere else? Are you guys lifers in Guadalajara? And throughout the years, my answer, which is now our answer, has gone back and forth with yes, no, maybe, someday, <laughs> we don't know. And we always end up saying something like we're super happy in Guadalajara. We have a really solid community and we don't have a reason to leave right now. You know, especially when we can look out our window and see the palm trees or the blooming spring trees. There's always something blooming. The flowers are gorgeous in Guadalajara. And yet I remember when I first moved abroad, one of my biggest fears at that time was this idea of settling down or settling somewhere. Because as a young 21-year-old ready to take on the world and teach in as many countries as I could before I turned 35, the thought of staying in one place and putting down roots really scared me. I felt like I was going to be settling for a complacent or an unfulfilling, unfulfilling life. Fast forward 13 years, and now I recognize that putting down roots in a place doesn't mean you're settling for less than somebody else who lives their life to fill their passport with stamps. In fact, putting down roots in a place gives you the stability to grow taller, to become stronger, and to truly invest in the people around you. And our life in Guadalajara, Mexico is so rich and full. The people we've met abroad have shaped us in ways that I truly believe would not have happened had we spent our lives globetrotting or staying in my small town in Minnesota. Though, I do want to say, I know there are people who do that, and I'm not judging by any means. I'm just saying it's not for us. And thinking about my rocky journey into motherhood, dealing with a colicky baby, a failing marriage, what I now recognize as bouts of postpartum, and a lost sense of identity with who I really am as a mom, and who I want to be as a career woman was thankfully overcome because of the tribe that I have found in strong international women who surrounded me in my lowest moments. And those roots that we planted when we chose to buy a house, when we've been forming friendships, and really as we've been vulnerable with others are what truly saved our marriage, what saved my sense of purpose, and what kept us growing rather than giving up. People surrounded us in our worst moments when we were in tears, unsure of what tomorrow would hold, and our friends were all on speed dial, ready to come or show up when we needed them. And that testimony of friendship has formed my identity so much. I'm forever grateful for my tribe, for the quote-unquote mamacitas who show up time and time again. 
I often post pictures about this amazing community, and I receive messages from people in my past or people who find me online and say, wow, I'm so happy that you have that community. I've never had one like that. I'm not that lucky. Or people aren't as open where I live. And that makes my heart hurt because I know that I would not be where I am or who I am today without the beautiful women that make up a part of my life. But I also know that if you're looking for community, it starts by showing up for others. To stop hiding when you're sad, don't put on a strong front when you really do need someone to listen. Because when we're vulnerable, people often open up and empathize. I know it can be a double-edged sword at times, and we all have stories of vulnerability when someone else took advantage of us or hurt us with their words. Yet, life is made to be lived in community. We're here to help one another. We're here to love one another. We're here to let our roots go down and to grow on the strength of one another so that we can have fruit to share with others. I stumbled upon this quote, and I just find it so fitting. It says, a tree's beauty lies in its branches, but its strength lies in its roots. And, you know, life is beautiful when we live in community and when we show up for one another. My fear of settling for a life in one place has been altered to no longer fearing that I've settled in Guadalajara because I love the roots that we've put down there, the life that we've been building and watering over the 13 years that we've been at home in Guadalajara. And I know that as long as I continue learning, investing in others, and pursuing my passions while using my gifts, I'll truly never settle for a life less than my dreams. We may be putting down roots in a place so that we can grow taller than we ever imagined. And Guadalajara is such a beautiful mix of culture, language, chaos, traffic, palm trees, tacos, and people. And talking to many international women who have now made Guadalajara home, whether it was to retire, to study medicine, to teach, to grow their family. But one of the funny things I've learned is that many of us plan to stay just for a couple years. And those two years have now turned into 10 or 20 years. And 98% of the women have said that they would recommend living abroad to others. I'll be sharing more statistics about living abroad from this wonderful tribe of women that I've come to call friends here in Guadalajara over the next few weeks. But as I reflect on life and the decisions we've made over the years, while hiding out in a quiet corner of my childhood home, it's really special. And it even feels a bit enchanted or magical showing my kids how to catch fireflies at night, how to jump off the dock into the lake, to see fireworks for the first time, to take my kids for their first tubing ride with grandpa on the boat, to make cookies with their nana, and to spend the day splashing around. This was my home for so many years, but I'm learning that home changes as we change. And I know that home today is my husband from Peru, me from Minnesota, and our Mexican-born children. And Guadalajara is truly home for us. So my wish for everybody listening is that may you too find and cherish your home wherever you find yourself. I know a lot of people listening to Embrace La Musica are also living abroad as expats, as immigrants, or as foreigners in a different country. If you are looking for a community or a way to get connected, please reach out and I'd love to be in touch. My heart is truly for hearing people's stories, for making connections and empowering 
other women to follow their dreams. If you enjoyed today's episode and if you were encouraged by the message, I would love to hear from you. Please subscribe, leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, take a screenshot and post it to Instagram and tag me so that we can keep growing together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la música.